Welcome back to another episode of Seeing Life from a Different Angle. Before I start talking about the topic of today, I want to preface it by saying that um, some of the things I might say may sound harsh or may sound unkind. And certainly, I sadly may sound unloving to some people. But I promise you that the intent behind what it is I'm going to say is based upon a love for mankind and a love for individuals. You know, I I think we are a society that has kind of drifted away from the notion of asking a very important question. You know, and I'll get to it in a minute, but I think I think it's an important thing because if we slip away from this basic idea, what ends up happening is what we see in the world around us. Uh, confused individuals confuse families, confuse societies, you know, societies that are struggling with this strange and odd sort of acceptance of everything, you know, and I think acceptance, we'd like to believe that acceptance is something that shows that we care, that shows that we love somebody. So we accept everything that they are and everything that they do. You know, if they say today that they are transgendered, we accept that. If they say tomorrow that they are gay, we accept that. If they say that we're going to, they're going to, you know, do things in their lives, whatever it might be, no matter whether it is healthy or not, we accept it. And it's a fascinating thing because I think what ends up happening is we fail to ask this vital question. And by not asking this vital question, what we're left with is individuals who feel unheard and unseen and therefore feel very lonely in their lives because they don't feel connected. They don't get the sense that what they're going through matters enough to ask this vital question. And so what is this question? It's a simple one, really. And it's something that we all learn in elementary school when we're thinking about you know a story and we want to look at the who what the when where and the why and the how but the why is the question why do you want to do these things why do you believe that you are this way why is that the path that you're desiring to take instead i think for our own sakes what we tend to do is we tend to avoid going any further with the conversation or whatever discomfort we might feel, what we tend to do is just say, that's okay. I accept that. I accept that. I accept you. I accept whatever is going on in your life. But think about it. It doesn't mean that we are thinking about what's going on in the other individual. It may mean, sadly, what we're thinking of more is our own level of comfort. You know, if we stop asking the whys, how does that not leave the other person feeling completely alone, unheard. You know, if if an individual in your life is coming to you and they're saying, okay, you know what, I realize that I am transgendered or I am gender fluid, whatever the case might be. You know, when they say these things to you, what do you think they're really trying to say? You know, what are they hoping for from you? You could say that what they're hoping for is a measure of acceptance, but you'd be wrong. I think it's not the acceptance that society is offering at this particular point in time that they're honestly looking for. 
I think what they're looking for is someone to talk with them about why they think this way and then to dig deeper as well to kind of explore when did you begin to think this way and what is it that brought this about and how is it affecting your life but no what we end up doing is this kind of surface level acceptance and with this surface level acceptance you know what we end up finding is a bunch of individuals who then have to up the game you know it's I, I think I might be this and now I want to be called by that and I want to have this operation or this change in my life or I want these things to occur because then I'll feel better about myself and if you don't say this or you don't call me by this name or whatever the case might be that means you don't accept me and that means you don't care about me which means you don't love me and none of it's true none of it's true you know if someone is struggling and I say struggling because I do think that as part of that acceptance we actually act as if everything is great now because they you know have said something like I am I want to be called by this name now and I think I am a man instead of a woman you know that doesn't mean that there is not a struggle within them you know when you think about the people you have known in your life and if you've ever had someone in your life who came out to you and said I believe that I might be gay or that I am gay you know, what are they hoping for from you? It's a very difficult struggle to even say it in the first place. But what are they hoping for? Do you think they're hoping for this kind of surface level acceptance? Or do you think that they're hoping for something more? You think they're hoping to be seen as a person who just wants to be understood, to be loved and cared about? You know, if, if indeed someone is gay, you're not going to change them by saying, okay, well, tell me why. And what do we need to do? And because then you're focusing on what's going on in you and what what effect it has on you. Going back to the C.S. Lewis idea from the abolition of man, where he talks about being men of the head or men of the stomach. If we are stuck in that space where we think we can change someone, you know, that's not healthy either. The goal is not to change them. The goal is to let them grow and to help them grow in healthy ways. And so it becomes a question if we're willing to offer it, not an acceptance. Because acceptance, as I say, is a surface level concept. It doesn't lead to anything. It doesn't lead us to anywhere. But questions do. And I believe that every individual longs at the core to be heard, to be seen again. Going back to something that we have talked about, and I probably talked about it too much to the point where your ears are bleeding, but to talk about the idea of that wide open reality where we did believe without any hesitation that we were heard and that we were loved. We have all pushed that piece of ourselves away, not because we wanted to, but simply because it is what it is that happens when life moves on and we have to exist in this real world and exist we do. Very few live, but we have this opportunity to help other people to live. And by living, I mean connecting, being in a place along what I refer to as a line of approximation where they live, they connect, they love, and they love in a way that is love, not just the word love or not just, oh, I love this sense, this feeling, this moment. They have the potential to move towards joy, you know, and not just a moment of happiness. Because if, if indeed, and let's think about this for a moment. If indeed,
acceptance was all people were really looking for. Why is it that the game continually gets upped? Why is it that there's always something else that is occurring? Why is it that there's always the next step? But don't you see what's really going on? Is that this individual, this individual, hmm, this individual is crying out. They're crying out for love. They're crying out for some measure of acceptance and not the acceptance that you're offering, but an acceptance that there's a history there, that they've got a complicated story or they've got difficult or complicated feelings, you know, or their thoughts are something that they're struggling with. You know, everything we say, everything we do is an opportunity for others to take the moment and to say, I care about you. I love you. I'm here for you. Tell me more. Tell me why. Tell me what. You know, there is this incredible series on TV that is hard not to be addicted to, and it is called The Chosen. And Dallas Jenkins produces, directs this series, and it is amazing. And I will admit that I am a mega fan of it now. But there is one episode where Jesus is, you know, calling his disciples together, but there is this one character and his name is Nathaniel, and he goes, uh, he's an architect. And as an architect, as a Jewish architect, you know, he's very lucky, and one might say blessed in the moment, to let the Ro have the Romans hire him for this job, but the job fails completely. And so he is sitting under this tree, and he is crying out to God. And he's saying, you know, please see me, please see me. And there is no response. And he is mourning his life because now he knows he can no longer be an architect, you know, because people were injured in this project that he is on. And he, another disciple of Christ, another apostle of Christ, Philip, goes to him, they're friends, and says, come meet the Messiah. You know, and he goes, he's willing to go, um, not with any belief that Jesus is the Messiah, but then something miraculous happens. And that miraculous thing is that Jesus said, I know you. I saw you sitting beneath that tree. And it's a moment where Nathaniel feels truly seen, truly valued, truly loved, because he is literally and figuratively seen. And isn't that something that we're all looking for? It's a moment in each of our lives that we want to repeat a thousand times. You know, and yet we're in a society so sadly so that is so focused on what it is that gratifies me in the moment, what it is that makes me feel good right now, including what it is that I want to make sure I don't have to deal with so that I don't feel unhappy. I don't feel disappointed. I don't feel afraid. I don't feel tense. You know, I don't feel, you know, the weight of the world upon my shoulders. But if you love someone, if you truly love someone, if you truly value someone, doesn't it behoove each of us to then say, in order to show that love for this other person, I am going to show them that love through exploration, examination, asking them the questions that would be worth asking. Why are you thinking this? How have you gotten to this place? These are not just words that an English teacher tosses out to you or a journalism teacher tosses out to you. 
These are words of connection with another human being. And do we not all deserve this? This is not something that we all long for. And so I think when we consider all of these events and experiences in life and how life is a topsy-turvy experience, do we not find it fascinating that there is this massive growth, we'll say, of individuals who have decided that they are transgendered or individuals who have decided that they are gender fluid or individuals who have decided that they are someone born in the wrong body and whether they change that or not, they want to be called by a myriad of different names now, whatever the case might be. Isn't it strange that we are going through this at this particular point in time? And I think it is a byproduct of what it is that these young individuals, and most of them tend to be young, you know, some as children, most adolescents, but they're young and they are in this place where they are struggling because guess what? They have parents who are so focused on their own needs, own desires, own longings, own success or failures, that they don't include their kids, that they don't include them in the connection. If they're connected to anyone at all, they're certainly not allowing themselves to be connected to their kids, and their kids feel this. I think it's a large part of the reason why it is that they're turning towards finding some way to get someone to pay enough attention to them. And what happens? You still don't. You don't. You just say, I accept you. You know, instead of saying, well, why? What's going on? Tell me about it. You know, and it doesn't mean that they will change their minds. It doesn't. It might, but it doesn't mean that. And that's not the point. The point is to show them that they are loved, that they are valued, that in the same way that they were loved by you when you gave birth to them, and most importantly, in the same way that God has always loved them, by showing them that someone is listening to them, someone cares about what it is that they're going through, not to the degree where you can say, I just accept you for whatever you are, and it's okay because you can be you and I can be me, and that's okay. You know, that is, for want of a better way to put it, weak. If you want to take it one step further, sadly pathetic. If that's where human relationships have gotten to, that we just offer acceptance instead of exploration, and certainly instead of being able to say that we love someone enough to want to go to those places with them, to understand them. So if I can leave you with this one thought, it is this, is that I think we have this grand opportunity. We see around us all this tumult. These are people crying out. And here's an opportunity for us to show love, true, genuine, God-like love to these individuals, God-based love to these individuals. Be well.